Ooh, that Hawaiian box is hella good. Hella good? The, the box. Was it authentic box? The box, so good, dude. Mixed barbecue. Mixed barbecue? <laughs> the mixed Both barbecue meats? box. All meats. Okay, I got a phone call. Hold on. I'm going to put it on speaker. Hello? Nigga, we ain't gonna fuck. Uh, nigga. Nigga, we gonna come through with that hundred round hoe. And nigga, the bag gonna be wine. Wine, that. That's your nigga. I don't give no fuck, nigga. Got shit. Wine, 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 huh? Uh, ah, pow, pow. Shit. Um. I think that's the wrong number. Who was that? I have no idea. Dude. Why do you keep picking up random ass phone calls? <laughs> I thought, that was, I brought, that, that was, was an area card I never heard I of. I was thinking I was maybe I wanted a cruise. A cruise? Yeah. When is that ever legit? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Fuck. Okay, let's right. play a job. Postman. Who this? Walk, leash, walk. Walk, leash, walk. Walk, walk, walk. Walk, leash, walk. Walk, walk, walk. Yo, what's up? It's Josh Elson Village Wrestling here with Clyde. What's up? What up? Village Wrestling Radio is episode five. Episode five. We made it, man. We made it to five. I didn't think we'd make it this far. It's it's five, but it's like eighteen. I don't, I, I don't know. Fifteen, thirteen. Do the numbers. Anyways, numbers. I think we're ready to be in iTunes now. I think you we think need to start so? posting on iTunes. On iTunes? Yeah, I think. I mean, like, you gotta start somewhere, right? Shoot your shot, right? Yeah, you shoot your shot. Speaking of shooting shots. <laughs> God. That shit was ugly. At least for my part. I can only speak for me. It was ugly from everybody's part, I feel. Claude and I hooped for the first time with each other in like two years at yeah. the Boys and Girls Club, San Leandro. Yeah. Um, man, I, and I haven't shot a ball in like a year. Yeah, and, and I've been playing like regularly in the past couple months, but even I, I played like garbage. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, I mean, the court, the court isn't the best. No, it's like there's like random dead spots. That you just step on and you know, like, it's just not. It's not gonna bounce. Not you gonna know, bounce. when you said dead spot, it's like I thought you were talking about like cell reception. Nah, I was like, yeah, it's not that good over nah. here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, dude, you caught me on a nasty screen. Oh yeah, I said like sorry right after. I, was <laughs> like, like, I, I didn't want to like fuck you up, dude. And the worst part is that nobody caught this out for me. So like, I'm running, I'm kind of moving full speed, yeah, laterally, and then I get caught in a back screen and I bite my tongue hella hard and I like I stop I think like I stopped to like check my mouth to see if my tongue is in my mouth I mean it didn't like I mean it didn't hurt yeah like, like my body didn't hurt yeah it was a massive screen Clyde is a big guy yeah but yeah I was just more worried about like dude that shit that I bite my tongue off Molly grinding too hard ooh it's, that's a press pill yes yeah, press pill <laughs> but yeah, man, I was, I'm mad nobody called that out. Yeah, and we were playing with like, what did you tweet say? Like a bunch of warehouse dudes? Just warehouse guys. They seem like warehouse yeah, guys. Yeah, hell yeah. And dude, we just couldn't get anything going. We just played full on ISO. Yeah. Well, first we tried to get like a system going. Yeah. And then uh, Junior, who who's really good at hooping, uh-huh. just kept on dishing out turnovers so bad. Yeah. And he's he's the type of guy like if he if he's on point like. Like and literally on point, like he's making playmaking passes, like, yeah, like bucket passes, right? Yeah. But this dude is just throwing turnovers everywhere. Everybody's like mad at each other, but we're friends, and yeah. so we don't want to say anything. Claudio brought his homie, which who we didn't even know, yeah. and he's not gonna say anything. Yeah. So it was just hella passive aggressive, and that's kind of like kind of the worst situations to play in. I feel like if you play with your homies, like you gotta be able to like yell at them. Yeah. But we haven't we haven't played in so long. And we haven't seen each other in so long, so it's just yeah. awkward as fuck. Yeah, I mean, like, I live in SF, and it's like, we don't play that often. And, like, 
these dudes were like hella mean mugging us because we they didn't know us. Yeah, yeah, we were like newcomers there, and they're like, oh, we don't know that we're not gonna let them play. Or yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Weird vibes, but I mean, yeah. we got our runs in. Yeah. How many games did your team win? Like one. <laughs> you played two games. I played like three games total. Three games. Okay, I played three games too. Yeah. We ended up having to split our team up, which sucked. Yeah. It's hella whack. But, but uh, I ended up on a winning team, and I was over four. Got like probably three rebounds. This is on the over the course of three games, yeah. you know, and I had one hockey assist. Nice. That was to win the game, I think. Yeah, that's to win the game. Yeah. I could have shot it. Could have won the game. Yeah, well, but you know, I'm always I'm a team player. Yeah, you team first, right? <laughs> and it wasn't even like a pretty like a pretty hockey assist. Yeah. It was just like I'm not gonna shoot it. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the confidence. <laughs> yeah. So I just found a dude in the key, and he made like a behind the back pass. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I want to play again, but I don't know. We can't go this week. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll figure um, it out. But yeah, man, I want to get good at ball again, man. Like, I feel like I always say that every summer, and it just never happens. Like, my left hand is trash. Mm-hmm. I can't find a solid shooting motion. I I want to develop a post game, but I'm way too small for that. It's uh-huh. not practical. For me, it's like I'm six two. Like I want to at least dunk once in my life, and then I'm retire right yeah. after. Like the next day, I'll be good. But is it okay? What kind of dunk do you want? Do you want a two hand dunk? You want a one hand jumping off one leg? Uh, jumping off one leg is hell hard. <laughs> it's actually harder than jumping off two. I would jump off two and just like I don't know, like in game, not on someone, just like hella passive. It doesn't look like a real dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. get it, get it in. Yeah. Can you can you slap board when you lay up? I can, but I don't. Hmm. I don't want to waste energy, but then again, it's like, I need to work on my jumping. Yeah. Well, we'll have another chance, but anyways, uh, what are we going to talk about today? Um, we're Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of in this process of like developing other episodes, right? Yeah. This is kind of like an in-between episode where we just want to get back into the flow of, of shit. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, it's fun for me, so I love doing it. Yeah. Um, but then that, one of the episodes might involve... Yaya, our, our homie Yaya, who's like the chicken, the chicken nugget princess. Like this girl only eats chicken nuggets. Yo, when I found that house, like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> she only eats chicken nuggets, and that's that's all. Like she, when if like she's not a picky person, as in like she's not gonna like dictate where people go to eat. Yeah. Like, if she if she's like in a group and like they want to go eat somewhere, like she'll tag along, but then she pr- just prefers chicken nuggets. Right? Yeah. So we're gonna have like a like a chicken nugget podcast. That'd be tight. There's just rate like bando approved or not, or yeah. we might do like one out of five bandos, yeah. or like the quality of a bando, like how broken is the bandos. I mean, we're just like, gonna describe the food where it's from, and then you're just gonna hear mouth noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like AS- good or not. ASMR, like yeah. deep throating chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I feel no. like if you do chicken nuggets, if you do a chicken nugget episode, you gotta do sauce too. Yeah, because you can't. Like I like it dry. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mm, uh, actually, no, not really that dry. You got to spit on the hand first. <laughs> oh, my God. And then got the nugget. A little spit roasting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, some sauces, but it has to be consistent, you know. A consistent test base, consistent sample. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, like, how do we, like, I mean, I, McDonald's seems like the clear winner for me. Really? Yeah. What? You don't like McDonald's chicken nuggets? That's classic. I do like McDonald's, but it's because it's for five for 20 what okay is it for the value for for me i mean i mean all things considered like value quantity things like that taste i think is a winner but i also just like mcdonald's chicken nuggets like i prefer that 
There's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. Are we excluding chicken tenders? Tender, like tenders count. Tenders any, count? Any, any, any fast food chicken that's not like in bone form. So no KFC? Only certain items from KFC? No, only certain like popcorn chicken. Popcorn chicken? Yeah. Just okay. it can't be bone in. Got you. That pretty much constitutes. A- I, I like Safeway's chicken tenders, but like guaranteed, like hundred percent, like I get fucked up after. Yo, dude. Okay, Safeway chicken nuggets. Like, you'll eat, you'll eat one, the first one, be fire, and like, so dude, good. so good, so good. You get to the second one, and you're like, dude, this shit is hella dry. <laughs> <laughs> like your mouth turns into like like a desert. Yeah. Or like you'll bite into like a super gelatinous part, and you're yeah. like, whoa, oh, I didn't expect yeah. that in my it's mouth. It's like cakey, right? Yeah. It's like it's like. Because that, that chicken tender has been sitting in that hot plate for so long. Hella long. But yeah, let's save that for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also going to do a mid-year awards. Well, it's already the eighth month of the year. Oh. It's already fucking August, dude. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Our first episode was like November. December. December last year? Was it December? I thought it was November. It was like when I got in my last relationship. So it's like November, December, that around that area, because yeah. that's when I was on Tinder again, which I shouldn't have been. <laughs> it's lit. Hallmark moment. But um, yeah, so we're going to have uh, kind of the mid-year rating systems. We still need to figure out what we want to rate. It's going to be music for sure, maybe yeah. movies too, uh, just all over pop culture. So if there's something that you really want to get our opinion on, like... This sounds You're just so dying stupid. for our opinion. Just, yeah, dude. Just, just fucking, I just, need, I need validation. Just put the comment in. Yeah, like we'll do it. Also, we just need ideas. We don't really get. We don't really uh, have a lot of time. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say it like that, but we just need help. How about that? Yeah. And then we love to just speak on shit that y'all want listen to. But um, speaking of movies, what have you, what have you seen recently? So it's been a cool last month. I tweeted about this all yeah. night last night. I yeah. don't know why I was. Yo, you was like you're on Adderall and shit. I was like, I got to get these tweets out. Here's what happened. It's because like I was on Twitter and I got kind of in my feelings because I see all these hot people. Like, see, how, like on uh, Twitter more on, than IG. On Twitter more than IG. Like, or is it just because you're on Twitter more than IG? No, nah, it's because well, here I'm I'm on Twitter and it'll be like I get to see things that people like. Yeah. So it's not my. It's not like. My just what my friends put yeah. or, or you know my like a pure timeline like that. Yeah. It's like I get to see what other people like. Yeah. And so, you know, like I don't want to put names up there, but then my guy friends will like a lot of like female pictures. Yeah. It's just out of friendliness or just yeah. you know or they think that chick is hot, yeah. right? So I see a lot of these girls, and I'm just like, damn man, I'll probably never ever talk to you in my whole entire life. Like even if we're in the same building, like I yeah. probably won't even like yeah. you like that girl's way too popping, right? Yeah. And it just got me like hella down on myself image yeah i don't know have you felt that way before am i like the only one no 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 i felt that way too it's like that self i just generally have bad self-esteem issues. Yeah. so it's like always that thing of like comparing it's like oh too shook too scared of rejection yeah all that shit. I'm t- my, my self-esteem is faltering like i like some days i'll be like i feel like i could talk to anybody i mean you got a fresh fade right now do you feel that way right I now do. i mean i got hairs you know coming off of me at all angles hey because I just got my fresh cut from Ian the barber shuts out yeah but yeah, some days I feel super fresh, and then some days I was just like, I don't know, man, I don't, I'm not so confident. And then, yeah, so when I see like just beautiful people, that this is like, what the fuck? Yeah, like I, I'm not articulating it the way I wanted to. Like I can't really get my feelings out about it, mm-hmm. but it's just like seeing all these people makes me feel like I don't even, I will probably never be in the same room as them. Like, yeah, I don't deserve. It's not. I'm not. I don't deserve it. I feel like you do deserve it, but I know what your the mental aspect of. Yeah, it. Yeah, I like, mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's not that I don't deserve, but it's yeah. just that feeling of like, 
I don't know. It's just a weird thing. But anyways, yeah. Yaya, the, the reason why I told that story is to tell you this. It's because like I was telling that to Yaya, and then she's like, you know, I think you need a Twitter break. And I was like, hell no. I'm going to be in this shit hella hard tonight, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't need no fucking Twitter break. I need to be a Twitter on. I need to go on a tweet bin. extra on Twitter right yeah. now. Uh, so, yeah. But, I mean, watching watching Dunkirk last night really got me. Like, I love movies. Yeah. And I've always loved movies, uh, especially in high school. Like, that was kind of my escape. Like, especially when Redbox was popping, I'd like walk to the 7 Eleven, get something from the Redbox, and then the one like, by the car wash. The one, yeah, the one by the car wash, oh. 7 Eleven right there. And then um, pop in a movie, like do my homework half ass, and like just escape to a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then go on AIM and stuff after. It's nice because it has a definite ending. Yeah. As opposed to like starting a TV show, you feel like a pressure to like watch it all or binge watch it. Yeah, binge watch it. But then in high school, we weren't, I mean, we could binge watch like anime or something yeah, like that, right? Or like yeah. if you if you scored like, it's always sunny, like box set off of somebody. You or know it feels like mean? a tsunami marathon or something. Right. Or like, yeah, or like TBS marathon or whatever, TNT. But uh, yeah, I just, that was my escape because like my high school experience was I, but then for a lot of the time I was a new kid, so yeah. I didn't really talk to anybody. And I just, I don't know, I really like to get away uh, and just, I, I was a really big movie, like film nerd. Yeah. My grandpa has a lot of movies, watch a lot of movies together. It's kind of just in my DNA, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after watching. Dunkirk, and I've always wanted to be like a writer and like write about movies and critique movies and shit. But yeah, after watching Dunkirk, and Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors. I just wanted to just like tell everybody, like, yeah, Yo, like this shit is hella good. Um, what made it good? What made it good? Visually, just the shots were so good, man. Like you ever see like uh, World War Two pictures, like in their history books? Yeah, and like you're wondering, like, dude, did they really look like that, or like? Why are, why is everybody so like stoic and things uh-huh. like that? And the way he kind of translated that into film kind of made it made it all make sense. Yeah. Like the pictures taken are like from soldiers who are for real coming back from a battle. Yeah. And, like they're just standing and they're just like the way I felt after Frank, and this is totally like this analogy doesn't really work so well, but after Frank, I was just so like overwhelmed. So I didn't yeah. say anything, right? And like these guys might be going through that in the complete opposite end of the spectrum and they're just like i can't say anything you know what i mean yeah and like you kind of see that in dunkirk and then like i just i i just thought about every picture i saw from a history book and i was like damn that picture makes a lot of sense to me now yeah um but other than that yo like it's just like you were in that it felt like you were in that war and it wasn't gory there's no like you don't see any ex- explicit like violence mm-hmm. but you also experience all like you hear it all and that's enough to jar you. Yeah. Like you hear like bodies cracking against steel and, and wood. And then you're just like, holy shit, that I never want to hear that. Yeah. You know I mean? And it was so well done. Yeah, because you don't see like you know, guys' heads blown off. You don't see appendages flying everywhere. You just see you just feel it. And that's that's something you don't really get out of war movies, I I feel. Um and it's like a good like history lesson too, because like Oh yeah, that's it's easy way to digest stuff. And it's funny how it's like you learn more from like a movie or whatever. Than like like social studies in like middle school. No, for sure. Like yeah, for you get you learn. I think you get more of a of a feeling from it than like if you read a book. Yeah, you know I mean, and every time I watch a war movie, I always think like, damn man, this is how war feels like. I don't. Why do we keep having wars? If you just, if you just watch this movie, you wouldn't want to have a war. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think about that every single time. This movie really made me feel that like. If you just you could just see what these young men go through, and then just like, why the fuck do we keep doing this? Right? Yeah. Um. But I mean, on back to like, on, if I could critique the movie, like, 
or if I could speak on it, like a lot of people's opinion about the movie is that like it's dull at times, it's slow, and there's no character progression or or character development because you you follow you just you're basically following like five different people uh-huh. and they're all going through something else, right? Uh-huh. And but they're not looking at the war or at the evacuation as a character. Yeah. And, I, and like, I think that's really important. If you haven't watched it, you got to like the character that that's, that's developing aren't the people. Yeah. It's the actual event that's, yeah. that's developing. Right. And I, I saw, I saw the beach and the ocean and like the, the idea of evacuation as a character. So yeah, if you go in with that, then I think you'll enjoy it more if you're more focused on on character. But I I love I love visuals, so I was really focused on that. I was really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of dialogue in it too, um, and Harry Styles is in it apparently. Really, dude, he's hella good. He did a really, really good job, and like Nolan does a good job of like kind of disguising his uh, his stars. Like Tom Hardy's in it, right? Yeah, but. You don't see him as Tom Hardy. Like he has a mask over his face for like the whole movie. Uh-huh. He's a pilot, so he's just like you. You're not like oh shit, this is a Tom Hardy movie. It's like yeah. that. He's a pilot, and then you have a lot of like no name actors or like actors like English actors that you know that you'll see but you don't really know their names. And yeah, like Harry Styles, like he's in the movie, but like you're not like oh shit, this Harry Styles. You're like damn, he really looks like somebody from that era. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, what else? Yeah, and like, yeah, like you said, it's a really good history lesson. That we don't, we only hear about American battles, right? Exactly. Um, but that was such a pivotal battle. Like, if they lost that battle, or like if Germany was really on the marker with their shit, like England and France would be speaking German today. Yeah, you know it's I mean? crazy. And like on, on a similar note, like I saw Inglorious Bastards recently. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, no, I love, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I saw it like on the uh, on the plane on my phone and that's like one of my like top movies it's like the cinematography like the visuals are done the dialogue dialogue yeah yeah just the whole concept of it is just like crazy and yeah it's like an alternate alternate reality type thing yeah uh and tarantino's like a really good job and like i like that slow build-up because it's very deliberate yeah it makes you like it, it builds up the suspense even more yeah yeah and i forget his name but he's always in tarantino's movies he was in Django too Christoph um, Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Like, he's such a good fucking actor. Oh my god. Really fucking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like on a similar tip, it's it's a good movie that not directly plot related to Dunkirk, but I can see like similarities in both in terms of how they direct it and stuff. T- Tarantino, he like touches on so many like visceral emotions and like yeah. like okay, so like that scene where he's eating the strudel with the cream on yeah. top with the with Shoshana. Yeah. And like he like he hella enjoys that strudel, and then you're just like, when you're watching, you're just like, damn, I kind of know what that tastes like. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I kind of like you know the feeling of like cutting through a pastry, and, yeah, you know, collecting all the cream on the side. It's just like, damn, it makes you feel so many different ways. But this, and in that moment, you're also like you are in complete suspense. Yeah, because you think he's gonna find her out or whatever. Right? And at the same time, like it normalizes his character a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You're it's just like, damn, like, this dude is a evil ass Nazi. He's enjoys evil. his pastries like I do. Like yeah. you and me. He's and one of us. It to a lady. Yeah, one right? of us. Wow, one of us. Joey's not dead. One of us. But what took you why, why didn't you watch it in high school when it came out? Uh cuz the trailer didn't seem appealing to me. Like it, it seemed corny, was that? The, not corny, but I just like 
I didn't get it. And it didn't seem like a movie I wanted to watch because I wasn't big into movies back then. And, like, I didn't understand, like, Tarantino's body of work or mm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And then once I, I started developing more taste, like, later on, it's like, okay, like, this is going to critically acclaim. I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, on a on a similar note, too, like, have you seen Akira? Yeah. Anime? Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to, like, watch, like, classic animes just because, like, I remember when I was younger watching Princess Monoyoki mm-hmm. on VHS. And mm-hmm. I, like, watched it a bunch. Yeah. yeah. With my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get into Akira. I was watching like 40 minutes of it. It's and slow. It, the, the translations are weird too. Yeah. And I, I watched it with uh, English subtitles, mm-hmm. with Japanese like speaking. Uh-huh. So I wanted to make it like authentic. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because the cover really attracted me with the motorcycle mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. But it just, what I expected wasn't going on. And like I gave it like 40 minutes and it just didn't do it for me. I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would make... Akira kind of like analogous analogous to like Godzilla Uh where like you think Godzilla is like this crazy B movie and like you know this monster is just destroying shit you have a big kind of like expectation but then what you kind of have to realize is that like this is made as a message about like radiation or like this is made as a message about like you know the the consequences of the A-bomb or whatever the nukes that we dropped over there right like if you understand like kind of that background knowledge then i think that movie that akira becomes more appealing yeah but like and, and akira is already appealing as like a as on a visual standpoint especially since akira has so many uh influences in, in in hip-hop especially artists around our age yeah. and shit, right um but like watching i remember watching that movie as like a high schooler i'm just like this shit is hella slow dude yeah. i don't get any of this like, yeah this dude is hella ugly now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is not cool to me. Like, these kids are hella old. I didn't get that part. Yeah. I didn't, exp- I didn't explain it until I, wa- like, when I was watching it, but yeah. I might explain it later. I mean, but, like, the as, as I got older and I watched it again and, like, tried to understand the message, it just, it, it, it got a lot better. Yeah. Um, and that's why I learned, too, like, not to force it, not to force things. Right. Like, to let it ride. Like, if I don't get it now, maybe I'll get it later. Maybe I don't have later. to get it. I don't get everything. Right, right, right. I don't right. like everything. Yeah. You can't, yeah, that's a good point. You just don't feel pressured to like what people, like, critically acclaim or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, and also, like, it's also important to find critics, if you're into that shit, critics that kind of, like, share your voice, right? Yeah. Like, I might not ever disagree with, like, I mean, I might not ever agree with, like, Richard Roper, you know, uh-huh. but I'm not going to, and for that reason, I won't watch him because like, yeah. I already know our tastes don't align, but yeah. if my line, my tastes align with like Roger Ebert, I'm just saying names, right? Yeah. Like then I'm going to watch him more and it makes me feel like my taste is kind of more validated. It might push me, he might push me to watch other films too. Yeah. Cause it's a cosign. Yeah. Yeah. On, the, on that reviewer's note, like, do you feel that way about like Anthony Fantano? I don't like him. I don't like him. I, I can never watch a video with him and. It, it, it's weird because it's like when we talked before about like award shows it's validation if an artist you like is liked by Fantano yeah but at the same time if they an artist you like is disliked by Fantano it's like oh that you guy's could, trash yeah he's or fucking like whatever you could give a fuck right? yeah. yeah I think what I respect most about him is that he always I, I haven't watched all of his videos but he gives reasons for why he feels a certain way about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And I think people focus too much, myself included, on the res- ending score. Yeah. Like, he, he gave us a 3 out of 10. It's trash. Yeah. And, like, he gives reasons as to why instead yeah. of just saying, oh, it's garbage. 3 yeah, out of yeah. 10. But, I don't know. His reasons just don't align with me. Like, yeah. he, he gave uh, Cupid Deluxe a hella low ass score. Yeah. And he gave uh, uh, Childish Gambino Project. I don't, I don't even know. Some, something that just didn't align with me. Yeah. Right? And it's not even 
that he, and it's the reasons that he gave the bad score. So that automatically I knew it was like, yeah, we don't have the same taste, so we're yeah. not going to have the same rating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that kind of just, invali- I'm sorry to cut you off, but no. that kind of just hella invalidated him for me. And then the fact that like, he's hella corny. Like, I don't like the way he talks. I don't like, he's just, this doesn't seem like somebody I kick it with. So, so automatically I just don't like him. It's interesting psychologically how critics help shape our taste, right? Because mm-hmm. like, where do where do our tastes really come from? You know, like I'm influenced by, I'm influenced by you. I'm influenced by a lot of people, you know. And it's like, but I don't take on everything that people show me. Like I make right. it into my own. Right. And it's like, what is a reviewer or a critic? I mean, I'm thinking of music specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds good to me. Like I don't need like validation from a critic. It's only like a it's a supplemental thing when a critic is validates my music taste or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Because I don't take it too serious when they're saying like, oh, it's not like Kendrick levels, Kendrick levels of lyricism or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not expecting that from like a fucking Twenty One Savage. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Like, or, or I'm taking Playboy. it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah. Playboy Cardi. Like, I'm taking it for what it is, and it sounds good to me. And like, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And there's also that confusing factor of like, do I only like this because my homie likes exactly, liked this? or like, exactly. would I ever got ever gotten into this if like my homie didn't put me on, or yeah. like, if I had to just like endure it while they were playing it in the car or whatever you know what I mean like um for me it was like I I liked Young Thug but I didn't love Young Thug right but then when we were cooking to it like every weekend at Belly I love Barter 6 yeah and I don't think I'd ever that will ever happen to me if one Ethan didn't back it and two like we didn't cook to it at Belly you know what I mean so it's like yeah like it's hard to to kind of figure out what your taste is and stay true to that while at the same time, like letting people influence you and also denying people too. Cause you don't, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? You can't say yes to everybody. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, uh, other movies, I guess. Uh, Atomic Blonde, I was really excited for that because somebody called it Jane Wick. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, like, like John Wick. Yeah. And I was like, damn. If it's like, if it's anything like John Wick, I'm gonna love it. Cause uh-huh. I love both of the John Wicks. Just really, really action forward movies that you just want to be entertained like that's what you watch right Uh uh crazy stories um but atomic blonde was developed from a comic book i can't really think of the name right now um is this the charlie theron movie yeah charlie Uh theron yeah and uh it feels like when you pick up a comic book and you start reading from like say it's like issue like 15 out of like a 30 issue run Uh you kind of pick it up in the middle and you're like and I think any comic book, you pick it up and you're like, what the fuck happened before this? Yeah. But then you're just with it. And then you're just like, you know, you kind of figure things out as you're going. It's kind of like that. But if you decide to watch Atomic Blonde, don't expect to understand the story off off rip. It's kind of one of those movies. Like, just go with it. Watch it. Think about it. But it's not ever going to really make sense. Uh-huh. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. Some movies, you got to be okay with that. And and some people might think that's like a cop-out. But for this film, I think it's a really good way to that the way that they handled it. After watching it, do you feel like it's the female John Wick? Or do you feel like it's its own movie? It was its completely own its own movie. Uh-huh. Um, like, everybody's asking me, like, is it, yo, is it visually like Sin City? Is it, Yeah, is it like, is there hella action like John Wick? And like... The real answer, I mean, like, I would say, like, yes, but then the real answer is, like, no. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a, it's its own movie. It did its own thing. It's, like, alternate reality, eight, 1989. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, like, uh, basically, like, if uh, if you listen to, like, now it's 1989 CD, like, thing, yeah. like it's kind of like that. 
Yeah. You kind of get that, like a weird culmination of late 80s, 80s shit in Germany. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that's, I don't know, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think, you should, I think everybody should watch it. Uh-huh. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Was that good? I enjoyed it. I wasn't, I think Tom Holland is a really good Spidey. Perfect, because he plays perfect Spider-Man and a perfect Peter Parker. Uh-huh. The story's hella smart. Uh-huh. Uh, they purpose, you know, things that are already in the universe. Yeah. Like they purpose, they repurpose it to, to fit the story, and it, it makes a lot of things make sense, uh-huh. which I really enjoyed too. They didn't re-explain his origin story, which is annoying. Yeah, I don't want to see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, I don't think anybody can handle that. Yeah. Um. So what they did was kind of like his friend. Can I, just, can I just say that? Yeah. Spoiler alert. His friend finds out that he's Spider-Man, and his friend asks him, like, a whole bunch of questions, and then, like, he just says, yes, no, yeah. No, he's just like, no, 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 no. I like that. Can you shoot Venom? No, yeah. no. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, and that's it. That's all the questions I had, and it's like, that's such a smart way to introduce the character again without revisiting that trauma of losing Uncle Ben again, you know what I mean? I hella agree. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but, like, that's the biggest reason, or not that, but... One of the biggest reasons why I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to see the same shit. I didn't see yeah. the other Spider-Mans. Like, yeah. For me, Spider-Man is still Tobey Maguire. Not that he did it justice, but that's when I grew up. Yeah. That's who Spider-Man was to me. We were like nine, ten years old when yeah. that shit came out. Yeah, and it's like we're already like doing it again. But I like that it's kind of meta in a sense of like, okay, we're going to do it like binary questions to get you up to speed. And then yeah. we're going to do it our way. If any kid didn't know about Spider-Man, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't want to hear that line, like, with great clout comes great supreme ability. <laughs> what is your fucking I don't want to hear bro? that, Mr. Ben, Uncle Ben. I'm Mr. Ben. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, Uncle Ben. I have great clout. My clout is high enough, okay? <laughs> I got 13,000 views on my FYF video. <laughs> Which is still crazy to me, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, it's another movie. Baby Driver is still uh-huh. my favorite. I mean, You Dunkirk- tweeted it was movie of the year. Currently, my currently movie with the year. I love Dunkirk. Dunkirk gave me a finality, like in, especially in an age of like superhero movies where there's not an end yeah. to things, right? You're always like kind of stretched further. Yeah, you're always they tell you less of a story so they can show you more later. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of that. Yeah, not necessarily sick and tired of that. I'm just like I, I have fatigue. Yeah. I love superhero movies. I get why people hate it now. I get why people love it. I'm I'm a fan, so yeah. I'm, I enjoy it. But Dunkirk gave me, like, even though you know the ending, even though, like, because I read about Dunkirk before, and when I first heard Nolan was doing it, like, I read up about the history and shit, and, like, I knew it was going to happen, but it still delivered that, like, this is a movie, this is, and now it's over. Yeah, you know and, and it's okay, because wasn't it one of the few original scripts for movies that came out this year that yeah. wasn't a remake? That, that wasn't a remake, a, a that sequel? wasn't a sequel. Um, so, yeah, Dunkirk was great, was great for that, and, like, I'm so happy, I'm so grateful for it. Uh, and but Baby Driver, which is also an original movie, kind of gave me that feeling too, and it made yeah. me really excited for the movies to, that came out after it. You know, yeah. Because um, Baby Driver's release was like the eve of summer. You know, what I mean, or like right there, like where summer is gonna start, right? Yeah. So it kind of like set the plane for me. Like during this time every year, like I watched like probably like twelve movies. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean, um, yeah. But it made me really excited for movies again. I was kind of like out of it. I was really into like TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really original. Like Edgar Wright kills it. Edgar Wright does like Shaun of the Dead and like all those movies where gotcha. he like, and those movies are action movies, but there's kind of like a message, like yeah. an underlying message. Like Shaun of the Dead was about like uh, provincialism, right? Like, yeah. Like these provinces in England kind of like 
they like shun each other and stuff like that. But it's, it shows you like the dangers of that of like of like isolating yourself, right? Yeah. Um. So like he's all he's really good at providing like a message within his kind of like eccentric movie. Yeah. And I think this movie was about like, you know, you have to, you know, pay for your consequences or like you have to experience the consequences if you do like shitty things and yeah. like things like that. You have to pay a penance. And he, he put that message out across really well. But I mean, it's a driving movie. There's a lot of good music and it's choreographed well. Uh-huh. And there's not a lot of 3D. I mean, CGI rather. And I don't know. It's just, it's, it has Jamie Foxx and, Ke- and Kevin Spacey and they share a couple of scenes in it. And it's just so fucking good. And I'm like, I felt spoiled. You know what I mean? Like we get to see this. Uh, and Anson Algort reminds me a lot of you. So that yeah. was kind of weird. And you were kind of, you drive kind of crazy sometimes. So I was like, damn, this is Claudio <laughs> in a fucking nutshell. I mean, like based off the lineup, it seemed like it was too many cooks in the kitchen. And I didn't really want to watch it because of that. Like they're not going to all have a, Time to shine, but like I only hear good things about Baby Driver. So yeah, we'll watch it. John Hamm's in it. John Bernthal's in it. I can't. I wish I could remember. Oh, Sky Ferrara's in uh, it. Uh, I can't remember. I feel bad for not remembering the female leads. Uh, I mean, the female actors, but they're really good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if you watch any movie and if it's still in theaters, like you gotta watch Baby Driver. Yeah. And Edgar Wright was actually supposed to make Ant Man. Uh huh. And. After seeing this, I'm just like, damn, what if he actually did Ant-Man? Because Ant-Man is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh-huh. I love I love Paul Rudd. And I'm just like trying to imagine like, yo, if Edgar Wright did this, it would have been hella crazy. Because it's a heist movie. So yeah. Baby Driver ended up being a heist movie too. So I don't know if he repurposed anything that he, you know, he got from Ant-Man or, or had from Ant-Man. But yeah, it just made me think about like, dude, if Ant-Man was supposed to be Baby Driver or whatever, the other way around, it would have been great. But we'll never see it. Yeah. So, uh, fun to speculate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could we could write more movies later. Yeah. For the bandos, but those are the the last movies I've seen in the past four weeks. So you've been grinding, bro. I love it, man. I love. I hate Bayfair. I hate that. Theater. Where do you go? I go to Bayfair. Oh my god. Because it's cheap. It is in there. It's right here. Not cheap, but it's like it's close to me. It makes sense to me. I'm just gonna go and like sit and watch a movie. Uh-huh. Uh I'll go to Union City maybe if I really feel like getting away. But like, yo, the worst people watch it at fucking Bayfair. Like, when do you go? Like Friday talking. I try to go in the middle of the week. Uh-huh. So like, if you go on the weekends, you'll hit like the people who just talk during movies, just really rude, it's right? Ratchet. And it's hella ratchet. And then you go in the middle of the week, and you hit all the fucking weirdos. Yeah. This dude was footless. I mean, not footless. Whoa. Uh, no, I'm not shaming anybody yeah, yeah. without feet. <laughs> uh, this dude is like shoeless and has his feet on the opposite headrest. So he's putting his feet on the head on yeah. somebody else's headrest. I'm like. That is disgusting, man. That is fucking what gross. What the fuck? Who, what makes you think you could do that? How do you get off, bro? How, where, where, where do you get off? Um, but yeah, I need. I mean, like, and also, I get get in that movie theater for cheaper. Uh huh. Because I, mean, I got friends in high places. Yeah. Like Jesus niece. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just that's where I go experience my movies. Preacher. If you don't watch Preacher, you gotta watch that shit right now. The show. The show. It's getting better. I thought last season was good. I know I know a lot of people didn't like it. I just love the aesthetic. Yeah. This season picks up and it's really good. Damn, okay. I might have to check it out then. How many episodes did you watch last season? Like three. You were scared. You're like, huh? this, is, this dude's hella ugly. <laughs> Ass face. Arse face. Yeah. You're like, this hella, this hella creeps me yeah. out, bro. It did. That dude has a fucking Angus for a fucking mouth. <laughs> it's angus. Weird. A black Angus. Yeah. 
It's clean, Angus, but still. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me. You think he, when he drinks water out of a fountain, does it automatically become a bidet? Whoa. Whoa what levels. the fuck? Yo, is the things they don't tell you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. The questions you got to think about. Yeah, think about it. Can I keep that third eye open? Yeah. Or that ass eye open? <laughs> oh that brown eye open. Um, oh, my God. Were you on Game of Thrones? Uh, I, I'm all caught up. How do you feel about the season so far? I think it's great. I think it's like everything I wanted and more, but I also am like wearing it with, damn, I haven't seen you in how long. Like, let's fucking like catch up. You know, that fucking um, honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't tell if it's good or bad mm-hmm. objectively, mm-hmm. but subjectively it's like the fucking greatest show on earth. You were, better and better. You loved episode two and it wasn't that good, dude. Which one was episode two? I can't remember, but it was like, it was a kind of a, like episode one, the premiere, hella satisfying. Yeah. You get everything that you kind of want yeah. in, a, in an opener, right? Especially when you, you're like, damn, I'm back in this world. Yeah. Right? But episode two, I can't remember what happened. Was with, episode with three was pretty cool. Was it with Yara and the ships, right? It was a, it was a yeah. lot of setup. It was a lot yeah, of setup. Yeah, a lot of setup. I, mean, I like setup. The whole episode was set. I felt like you were too excited about it. Huh? I felt like you were too excited about it. No, I I like all the setup. I like all the build up, and especially for some that, you know, was gonna be spread out over two years in total for the last season. Like I'm gonna enjoy every second of it. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like, I don't know, on some other shit. Dude, that transition from like, uh, uh, where. Sam is taking off uh, the tissue um, from Jorah's uh, grayscale. Yeah, and it transitions into the the, 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 pot. the pot pie. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that was wild. <laughs> that like the transitions this season have been crazy. That was so good, but also kind of like vomit inducing. I was also kind of hungry. I was also time. yeah. I was like, yo, that pot pie looks hella good. And you know why? Like, I, I feel like they did that because it's like, um, what's what's her face, Doctor Pimple Popper on oh, fucking. IG. Oh yeah, Ew. like how she's hella popping, extracting. No, wow, pun intended. Yeah. Um, but how like we're like weirdly like people are weirdly obsessed with like watching that type of gross shit. Um, and, like even I think it was episode one, right, where he's cleaning up like the shit from dudes, um. Stalls that or whole whatever. montage, yeah. yeah, and then it became like him eating, like other people eating soup, and I was like, "Yo, that's that gross." That shit that, was hella fun. Though, whatever slop. he, that <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Uh, when he would like gag, that shit. Was, every single time oh was hella God. funny. They said it took fifty hours to film that. No. Yeah, fifty hours. Fifty hours to like get all the footage. Oh my God! Terrible. That's ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't real shit. But, yeah, like that must. It was on some other stuff. Yeah. Really good though. That yeah. montage is really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to lately? Um, what have you been on? I haven't. Yo, I just it's been a weird month. I haven't been listening to music. You just been watching movies. That's all you been do for years. Movies. I mean, I podcasts. Uh huh. Still on podcasts. The Ringer Network. I'm just. In, I'm Which a, ones? I'm a stan. NBA show. I don't like their NBA show. The Watch. Chris Vern is not that good. Chris. Dude, Jonathan Charks. Uh-huh. Do you know that guy? Yeah. I hate that guy's voice. I don't know what he sounds like enough. I oh. only listen to Bill Simmons. I love Bill Simmons. Uh-huh. Um, he always has interesting like uh, guests on. House of Carbs is really good. It's the yeah, food I wanted to start it. It's really good. David Chang is on two episodes. And uh, it's just, it's amazing. Like, I thought it was like... It's a white dude talking about food. Yeah. Like, how interested can I be in that? Like, I, they don't have the same experience, the food experience I do, right? But this dude really does love food, and he's, like, down. He's hella authentic. Yeah. 
And, like, he's not a scared eater. I hate scared eaters. You know what I mean? That's what I was scared of, like, if a white guy is doing the show. Like, uh, I don't really, I don't, I can't really eat, I don't know, durian. Like, yeah. Or I can't really eat, you know, raw seafood or whatever. It's like, why the fuck did you make a food show then? Is he on the phone or is it, like, actual, like, fucking... So David Chang was in studio with uh, uh-huh. with Joe House and Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was really good. And he, he his, his famous question to people is, like, what, what will your last meal be? Damn. And, like, these people give good-ass answers, dude. What would your last meal be? See, that's what I was thinking, man. Like, I don't know what mine would be. Like, do I want to do I want to hit nostalgia? Or do I want to hit, like, gluttony? You know what I mean? I would probably go nostalgia. I think I'd go nostalgia, like, too. Like, quality. Because, like, gluttony's not going to... I'm going to feel like shit before I die. But somebody, somebody on Twitter was like... Yo, if I go to like a limited salad bar, can I stay there forever? Yo, <laughs> loopholes, right? Yeah, but what if it was fresh choice? That suck. But yeah, at least that's, actually, be... that's actually hell. I yeah, mean, it might as well just ended. True, but also you're not dying. Well, everybody, <laughs> yeah. well, everybody's gonna die, <laughs> yeah. right? Now, well, I mean, like, is that an escape, or I don't is that know. getting into another situation? I don't know. Chris Bianco, the guy who probably makes arguably the best pizza in the world. Does he have the pizza show on Viceland? Or is that, I'm thinking that's no, that's that's Joe. That's someone Joe else. Wayne. Something something. I'm sorry. I, watching dude, that. I like that guy. Yeah. He's hella cool. He's hella charismatic. Yeah, and he he just wears Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like his swag is hella tight. Yeah, Joe Pinello. Yeah, he's hella cool. I love his. I love I love his show. But you're saying Chris Chris Bianco. Uh huh. Um, he he's like Jimmy Kimmel's like best friend, mm-hmm. and like, uh, he put Jimmy Kimmel onto like. Brick oven pizza at home and shit. Anyways, this dude makes the best pizza and and Joe Joe House was like, "Yo, what would your last meal be?" And he's like, "You know what? Nothing, because I want to take a moment to remember all the great meals I had in my whole life and die Fuck. starving." Fuck. I was like, "Damn, that's a good ass answer, dude." Fucking whoa, holy dude. shit! This my dude is God. a cool ass dude too. If you listen to his interview, which yeah. I urge all my listeners, just are all of our listeners, please listen to that. Uh-huh. Really insightful guy, really inspirational. Um, but man, what an answer, right? That's crazy. I would never think about something. I'm too. I think about myself too much to think about something like that. You know yeah. What I mean? Damn. So you've been listening to podcasts? And Just stuff podcasts. Like? Uh, the Wizkid album will come on. I put. Yo, I put enough songs on. That album is good. It's so good. I love that sound. Ty is on there too much though. You know, I love those fucking features. I stand for Ty Dolla okay, Sign. So please take my opinion with a grain of salt. Why is he on three? Why is he he's on, on two? It felt like he's on three. The Trey okay. Songs feature is not Tra- a Ty Dolla Okay, song okay. I think it's a Trey. I think I saw the Trey one and I saw the Chris Brown one and I was like, "There's too many features on here." And Drake isn't even credited on one of the songs, right? Which one? He's come on, closer. He's on closer. I know, but he's not credited. Yeah, he is on Spotify. He is really. Yeah, it doesn't come up for me. Really? Yeah. Well, he is on mine. Okay. Okay, anyways, yeah, it just seemed like, yo, Ty Dolla Sign comes on here a lot. I think Don't it's... come at me with Ty Dolla Sign slander, please. It's I... not even slander, just like, <laughs> I love joking. Ty Dolla Sign. I'm joking. Seriously, but I know your stand. Seriously. I know your stand. I love Ty Dolla Sign. What else? I just, yeah, I just haven't been listening to music. I've, I've, FYF kind of like satiated me. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. I, I've been on the Tile album hella hard. That I need to give so it another good. chance. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah. I just got to spin it some more. Yeah, that has been hella good. And then I've also been like revisiting like, fuck, this is going to sound so like 90s baby thing to say, but like revisiting like albums from the 90s that are like considered classics or like from, not classics, but starting to sorry from the beginning. Like I listened to 
um, Genuine's album with Hell Produced by Timbaland mm-hmm, a lot in the mm-hmm. past couple months. And now I just started um, Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott, her first yeah. album. Uh-huh. And I'm like, damn, the production is crazy. Outside of the singles, because I know the singles, yeah. but I haven't listened to it like fully. And, like that late 90s era, like Timbaland, god damn, like, he can fucking produce. Oh, yeah. He still can, I feel like. With crazy sounds, too. Yeah, and like stuff that was like unheard of. And, yeah. Like, like all his Indian samples. And yeah. Shit, yeah, and like it, it came up because fucking, what's his name? Is it Ski Mask, the Slump God? Did a freestyle over um, Fuck That Bitch or something by mm-hmm. Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. And people were like, whoa, I didn't know that was a Missy Elliott song. I'm like, damn, I knew that was a Missy Elliott song. Like, let me check like other shit from that era. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's tight. I feel like growing up in the 90s, all we were interested in was the singles. Yeah. Like, and, li- and for me, as a kid, listening to albums kind of wasn't a thing. I mean, like, I wasn't even listening to music like that back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was got into the game hell late. Yeah. People think I'm listening to music forever, but I, I was listening to Radio Dizzy in, like, sixth grade. I was, too. Yeah. I have no shame. But Radio I was that was the only thing I was listening to. Or, like, Live 105 or, like, Hella Alternative stuff. Cause How about, like, 94.9 and 106? Not even? your Not mom. Even. What is, it, is it because your mom wouldn't let you? I was afraid that my mom wouldn't let me. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I wouldn't. Like, not that she's like that, but yeah, yeah. I just I felt uncomfortable listening to it. Awkward, it's hella awkward, right? And I would listen to when I first started getting into rap, it would be like the clean section of fucking Tower Records. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, and yeah. it would be like covered in red, so you know it's clean. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a super small section. I'm like, yeah. I don't know why the fuck I don't want to listen to the bad words. You I think your guilty. mom would have got mad at you? She wouldn't have got mad at me. I just felt guilty listening to it. It's like, yeah. damn, I know I shouldn't be listening to these words. I feel like a lot of a lot of like, you grew up in the Asian household, right? Yeah, but she's first generation, first so generation. she's not like traditional. Yeah, in yeah. any sense. Yeah. But and, and I I feel like just growing up in kind of like a, if you respect your parents or like if yeah. you, or like semi conservative to conservative kind of household yeah. like you kind of like repress yourself in a sense or just to just just to protect yourself right I feel like a lot of a lot of my Asian friends like have the same experience like, yeah they just don't know these songs because they just couldn't listen to them. I think it wasn't because I couldn't listen to it. I lived, I grew up in an open environment, like even now, like me and my mom are hella open and like very honest with her. I think it was for me like repressing it for myself because mm-hmm. like growing up in like a, a divorced household, like sometimes like I don't want to showcase what I'm listening to to like my dad or conversely with my mom for other yeah. shit and it's yeah. like competing priorities. Yeah, you're trying to different. be the same person with both parents. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That's but, tough. That's a tough, that's a tough uh, dynamic. I never really... I didn't have to think about that. But. Yeah, but it, it's. It, I'm glad I was like a late bloomer because it helped me like discover shit late and like everything is new to me that was old to other people. I'm like, oh, this is tight. Yeah, yeah, you get to be excited about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And and you're old enough. You mostly like late high school, college, right? Where you yeah. kind of get onto that. Yeah. You have like the 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 cognitive ability to like process all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard where like you don't have the experience, right? Yeah, so, exactly. But I, your your musical taste is like better than most people. Probably one of the best out of I all my I friends. I call it one of the best out of all my friends. Yeah, I have okay. trash friends. Okay? Oh fuck! Yeah, I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot I'm one of them. <laughs> so that's true. Um, so are you just focusing on like hip hop and R and B, or are you? I've been like dabbling into like other stuff too. Like, I when I was in Europe. Like, I texted you about the Cherry Glazers show. I'm like, are they any good? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, So good. I checked out, like, their Spotify top 10. I'm like, whoa, it's like, they're, they're fucking Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. I don't like that. Um, honestly, it's just, like, a lot of discovery through, like, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like, browsing new artists, related artists. And, like, that's how I discover stuff. And, like, I think we talked about Rap Caviar. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't think but, so. like, the playlist, like... Was, oh, that playlist, yeah, It yeah. was hella corny before. When it first came out, I'm like, damn, this is whack. Like, yeah, I don't want to it was just shit. club shit. Now, it's like, it's like, good, I feel like it's a good mix, but, like... 
it's like the new radio yeah in a good way yeah, yeah and they have original content to back it up yeah and it's something that like they actually like pick and take time to do and like that dis- i discover music so i don't listen to the radio not because yeah. like i'm pretentious but I, I can just listen to my own stuff i don't need to listen yeah. to the radio i feel like it's the radio shit mixed with like like music head shit too, like rap head shit. And someone put on Twitter put it like nicely because like that will hell influence what people listen to nowadays. Mm-hmm. People was like, "Oh, you listen? You have any playlists? You listen to uh, rap caviar? You know, yeah. it's like you listen to rap. I listen to Drake. Yeah, you know? yeah. You might source your playlist from exactly, that. Yeah. exactly. And it's like that can hella like build or take down an artist. That's like the new radio top forty. It's mm-hmm. like rap caviar. Mm-hmm. And like that's why I feel like it's. Spotify at least is ahead of the game in playlists compared to like Apple Music. Apple Music. I think UI too. Yeah. The UI is a lot. I like it better, but I'm biased because I use it every day. Yeah. So. Yeah. I tried using Apple Music for a little bit and it just did not make sense to me. Even the podcast app does not make sense to podcast me. podcast app is terrible. It's shit, dude. It's terrible. And I'm thinking about... I use the podcast app because it's native. Yeah. And I'm thinking about using Spotify now for my podcast. Yeah. but Because like you can't queue next from yeah. a list. You have yeah. to subscribe and go to the page first and then you could put up next or whatever yeah. it's so stupid it sucks it sucks because like i like apple a lot yeah uh and i'd rather use native apps yeah but spotify wins in my book yeah for sure um do you want to like explore like rock too or is it just like do you want to just kind of like build because you're kind of building backwards through hip-hop right i think like it starts with hip-hop and r&b but the way I'm discovering like different genres lately is like through samples. Mm-hmm. So it's like discovering like hella like old funk samples mm-hmm. that I didn't know were like used in other stuff or like even like '90s stuff. Like Bryson Tiller's latest album, as much as like people hate on it, like he, don't he's like it yeah, he's like a, <laughs> I love it. He uses like a lot of like '90s samples, like a Mary J. Blige song and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, whoa, like I didn't, I wouldn't have listened to it otherwise, you know? Because I don't. When I think of Mary J. Blige, I think of her now. Yeah, I don't think of her like. As like the people call her a legend, like let the legend she is, yeah, whatever, based yeah. off her catalog. Yeah, I don't want to explore the other stuff, so it's yeah. a good way, good exposure for me to like older stuff. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. And not to have all this hateration, holleration, yeah. and this dancery. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, the Heim show sold out, man. I know. I don't know what we're gonna do. Are we gonna pay fucking? Resale on that there's shit? A, there's an extent to what I'm watching. I still haven't listened to the album. I, okay, yet. I looked I looked at the prices and it's like it looks like 90 right now before fees. Fucking and that's Christ. a lot of money. But at the same time, I really want to see these girls. I'd pay 60. I can see like if anybody at work is selling because I'm okay. negotiating with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, make yeah. It work. And those people seem like they yeah. go see And it'll high. be like in September too, right? So we got time. We got time. But there's hella shows coming up. I mean, we talked about it last pod, but like... Even since then, there are like so many more. Come like, it just popped mob. up. Yeah, you just you just texted me the other day. Do I want to go? It said, I was like, yeah. hell yeah! I didn't even know this was happening. On fucking Wednesday, it's still on a I'll Wednesday. Fucking, yeah, I'll fucking go. I don't yeah, care, it's man. It's gonna be it's gonna be tight. Yeah, I love it. This is what I'm scared of about hip hop shows now. What? And especially if we go to Camp Flagna. Yeah. The people who afford can afford those tickets, aren't really people that we necessarily identify with. Yeah. And it's like, it's tough because like I, it's not that the crowd. Like, hella influences, like, my decision or whatever. But I, like, get my energy from the crowd, too. Like, if right. the crowd's not feeling it, like, I'm still going to be hype. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to stand out like a sore thumb. Not that I don't want to stand out. Yeah. But it's like, damn, like, I just want to have a good time. And y'all just, like, standing there. Yeah. With your phones out. Which is something I do, by the way, too. But I don't know. This, gonna be, this is what I'm scared of. I'm just going to say it. It's going to be, like, a lot of rich white kids. Yeah. Who are just, like... 
either hella violating or just don't know how to act. It's like they go to round two with their moms waiting in line to get new preem. Yeah. You know? Like that type yeah. of shit. Yeah. Or they have their mom stand in line and they're like, oh my God, you got me the blue colorway. I wanted the pink or, you know, I wanted the peach one. Mom, mom come on. Mom, mom, lavender. Lavender's gay, mom. I, te- <laughs> <laughs> I texted you the stock images, mom. Why the don't you fuck? get me the right one, mom? I fucking hate you, mom. And they just refer to their mom as my fucking mom. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, I still love you though. I still love, <laughs> I love my mom. It has the, the the wild fucking IG post. Yeah. Me and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like them eating at like, I don't even know, Hooters. <laughs> no, Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. I like P.F. Chang's. Yeah. Fucking wonderful. I love Chinese food at P.F. Chang's. Um, so should we, should we talk about it? Talk about what? R. Kelly. Yeah, dude. That, I feel like, He's been a known creep for like the longest time. Everybody knows. But dude it, is hot. It's almost like we've known for so long that it's normalized, but it's not normalized. It's kind of like it's kind of like Bill Cosby. Yeah. And like kind of like I feel like everybody in the industry knows too, in the industry knows. R. Kelly is not as charismatic as OJ, but similar as OJ where people like will it's like a guilty pleasure almost. I feel like R. Kelly has such a cultural influence that like people you either know him from like uh uh the love slide yeah or you or you know him from like the world's greatest which every kindergarten in Oakland sings yeah. for graduation you yeah. know on the world's great or 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 uh, the space jam song yeah. i believe i can fly everybody knows him cuz as yeah. kids we know him cuz of that yeah. but but that might be the extent just like missy i feel like everybody knows missy singles but they don't know the album yeah right um, so I'm, here's what I'm getting at. He has such a cultural kind of like, uh, rapport with us. Yeah. He's so ingrained in our lives that like, we see him as this guy who makes positive music and we can never, and we kind of forgive him for that one incident that was brought to public. It's like, it's like problematic. Cause it's like. Well, one, we're made aware of it. So, like, we know, like, the details about it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of our, like, our fa- favorite, like, people that we know generally, or, like, famous people, artists, athletes, whatever, like, they've done some fucked up shit yeah. that we don't know about. Yeah. But we still, like, glorify them because we see the highlights. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, have that magnifying glass for everybody we see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, <clears throat> even, like, the ASAP Bari video mm-hmm. of, like, him and that chick, it's, like, it's fucked up. Yeah, explain it more. Explain it more. Cause so, people- with, in the video, it's, like... There's this girl, she's naked, coming out of the, the bed, and then, like, with some other guy, and then Bari's, like, and someone's recording them, and Bari's, like, yo, it's, like, my turn, essentially, mm-hmm. and she's, like, crying and running away. Mm-hmm. Like, there's allegations there of, like, rape or whatever, but those haven't been proven, but regardless, like, he's just, like, treating women like shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, he's not the only rapper doing that, right? Right, 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 and, right. And, like, there are more washed-up rappers trying to do that type of shit, yeah. and, like, they get away with it and stuff, but we're just made aware of it. Yeah. And it's, like, it's... I don't know. It's like a cognitive dissonance. I yeah. Like. I don't know yeah. if I'm using that right. But it's like, we feel one way, but we know artists are just like fucked up. Like when like the other pod where we talk about Migos and he said, said Chinks. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. I love the song, like the song and the album. Yeah. But still like saying Chinks is like fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. I feel differently about that. The Chinks part? The Chinks part, yeah. yeah like I, just, I, I don't care about yeah. it. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and, and I think it's kind of unfair to kind of compare the two. I mean, they're 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I, they're varying degrees, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, it sucks that like we know this shit happens all the time. So what do we do about it? I don't know. And and it sucks that we have to present in the fact that like, yeah, man, this girl got victimized, but but this happens every day. It's like. What do we do as a people? Like, yeah, it's like from a story to a statistic. Like when it happens every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even with like Chris Brown, like beat the shit out of Rihanna. Yeah. He's still like popping in like in the mainstream. Yeah, like, people are like he'll he'll show up in a movie and be like, dude, he gave a great ass performance. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I don't fuck with that guy at all. Yeah. And like I love dogs and like I love Mike Vick. Yeah. And like Mike Vick did really fucked up shit to dogs. Yeah. And now it's like he's back in like, well, for the most part, besides his Kaepernick comments where he's like. Capture cut his hair and he'll be. He kind of he kind of got put on the spot yeah. there. Yeah, but I don't know. It's our moral barometer is, is can vary for who we like and who we dislike. Yeah, we give second chances to people we like because we feel like that's not who they are as a person. Yeah, yeah. It's and I, I'm really adamant on like cutting people off, cutting artists off for doing shit like that. Uh, but I found myself like Patty Kate came on by Kodak Black uh-huh. came on after an episode of Ballers, uh-huh. and I was like. God damn it, I really love this song. Yeah. This is a really good song, but yeah. I cannot bag Kodak Black because he's yeah. like, because he's a, he's a scumbag. Yeah. But here's here's another thing, though. Kodak Black is young as fuck and did not grow up like any of us. Yeah. So how would how is he going to know? And he, he he just got a whole bunch of money and he's keeping the people around him from like when he, when he first blew up. Where's that growth? It's only going to get worse, right? Yeah. So can we judge him on that or can we... Like where 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 does that go? Where where can when can we give him another chance? Where is it where is it acceptable? It's it's I don't know if like I mean this is rhetorical, so you don't no, yeah. don't feel don't feel pressure to answer it, but it's like it that's such a conflict conflicting type of uh, train of thought, right? It, it's like a philosophical question, right? Like, do we blame people? Not blame, but do we? credit people how they were raised based on themselves or like based on their surroundings right Mm -hmm. and if we do it based on their surroundings we're saying that people aren't in control of like their own lives Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. like they are Mm -hmm. i feel like it's not binary i don't know how to articulate that it's on like a sliding scale Mm -hmm. but i mean it's it's like it's troubling to think about right you you commented on a on on an interaction that we had probably like five years ago from Facebook. Right? Oh yeah. As oh, hell we, and you always bring it up. It's always yeah. funny because you bring up the most embarrassing yeah. things I say. And and that time at face on Facebook, I'm just trying to be the most goofiest person I can. Yeah. Right. So when she does see this shit come back up, I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me yeah. back then? Right. But then it's like, and I comment to you, I was like, dude, I hate who I was, but I've grown. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. It's like, um, when do we let these people have room to grow? Like these are young I'm talking about rappers here, yeah. like like SoundCloud rappers. Like these are young kids, and yeah. they don't know any better. Like when I was 19, I was fucking off. Like yeah. when I was 16, you know, I was like, I don't know. I, I'm still developing my moral compass, right? Yeah. And so like, what? Yeah, like why do we why do we crucify these people? They grew up differently than us. They have experiences different than us, and they're just making mistakes like the rest of us, right? Yeah. But it's like these mistakes are like hyper focused because they're in the spotlight right and it's like actually some fucked up shit so how fair is that though how fair is it for them to be in the spotlight it's not fair and and like why are we talking about why are we crucifying them and not helping them yeah you know what i mean I mean, like like I, I agree i feel like it's it's one of those things where it's it's like a double standard almost mm-hmm. <clears throat> and 
I don't know. I think it's just my experience working with, like, I mean, I worked at the continuation school. Yeah. And I worked with, like, high schoolers and middle schoolers, like, for a lot of my life. And it's like, yo, these are just kids. Even in good situations, you're just yeah. like, they're, they're just kids. Let them make their mistakes. They're going to learn. They're going to yeah. be better. It's like, if you look back on your Twitter timeline, you'd be saying some problematic ass shit. But yeah. if you delete it, then that just invalidates you as a, per- like, I, I feel, because, like, you don't. You don't get to see your growth. You don't get to show people how you matured, right? That's a moment in time. You're just trying to erase your past. That's not realistic. That's not a good way to go about things, I feel. Yeah, we got to learn from our mistakes. And, like, there's a rehabilitation part of it, too. It's just, like, we live in a society where it's not as binary as that. Yeah. It's, like, people just, like, will do what they want. Yeah. You know? Another thing I want to speak about is, like, why do we... Why do we uh, expect our favorites to take on social obligations. It that was something I was having a conversation with my friend the other day. It's like it's interesting to see how like these I'm referring specifically athletes because of this example that come to mind, but like Michael Jordan didn't speak about anything in the nineties. Never. Never never really. He's actually he stayed a, out of he's it. actually an asshole. Yeah. He's there's more huge stories asshole. about him being an asshole than than being about saying a, a racial slurs and like derogatory other shit and but Muhammad Ali was hella outspoken and like he, it cost him some part of his career for he couldn't like box in America because he wouldn't enlist in the army. Yeah. I think if I'm... He paid prices. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, there's no obligation for them to do it, but it's like, it's almost like a, um, saying like, oh, come on, just do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to, but it's like, come on, it's easy. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, come on, dude, just like, just say on this tweet, just say just hashtag Black, like, Black Lives Matter and you'll be good. You know? And it's, it's not, I'm not saying just that will make it okay. Yeah. But it's, we feel that their it's life is so easy for them. They can just tweet something like that, or they can just post something, or they can do whatever, like actively engage to help solve these like real issues. Yeah, they're not obligated to do shit. They don't owe us anything. They don't owe us anything at all. Yeah, at all. And yeah, and like, why are you projecting your expectations on someone you don't even fucking know? Yeah, and who has you don't even know what their life is like, right? And the reason why I'm saying this is because like, it's one thing to like love rappers and there's yeah. one you know and idolize them and whatever and like all my fashion sense comes from my favorite rappers right yeah all my like jokes and shit i learned from like hip-hop right yeah. but like life is so much bigger than hip-hop yeah as and i'm speaking that on a standpoint of where like hip-hop basically dictates my life you know yeah. what i mean but on a, on a bigger spectrum like yo like there's facets of life how can i say this like I think people should find other role mo- models other than pop culture figures. Maybe even themselves. Yourself, my grandpa is my biggest yeah. role model, man. Like, I'm so lucky I have him, and I'm I, and I'm able to look up to him. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that, or a lot of people aren't looking like in, what's in front of them. They're trying to look, you know, what's on their timeline. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, yeah, I I think we gotta like we gotta change that. Like, we you gotta find someone that you look up to who doesn't have who's not in a different fucking tax bracket as you yeah who's talking about fucking three girls at once you don't only you only talk to one on the regular that's your mom you know yeah. what I mean? like you know, you gotta think things gotta be more prioritized things gotta make more sense you know what i mean um but yeah like these people like kanye i think kanye is like the biggest like people either think he's a lunatic or people ride or die for him right yeah. and people are always like 
I hate how Kanye does this and this and that and that. Or why does Kanye, you know, Kanye's just forgetting about his where he's from and da da da. I was like, yo, if you were Kanye, I think you'd do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, this dude has a dream. And this is coming from a complete dick writer, right? Yeah. Like, he's always wanting to get into fashion. He's always wanting to explore these parts of his life. But why all of a sudden when he has it all, why all of a sudden he has to... Listen to what people got to say. What he, the reason why he got there is because he listened to himself. Exactly. Why why shouldn't he have the freedom to ex, to explore what he wants and express the way he feels like he can't he should express himself. Like, yeah. It's we hold we hold these we hold people in such high standards or such unrealistic standards and these these are basically just like figureheads. They're not real people. I, let's I, let's just say it like that. I'm gonna turn on the light by the way. I think also too it's like going back to what we talked about earlier and like shooting your shot I feel like because we don't shoot our own shot we're like fuck other people should do it for us right 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 we should like have them do it for or us or we feel like we don't have a voice yeah like these people who have huge platforms should do it right it's like the get rich quick scene like they have a bunch of followers like why don't they tweet this yeah why don't they post this but you know what I'd rather have someone who's really like passionate about the issue to speak up about it than somebody who's like kind of coerced into doing it yeah I agree but yeah, that Bari shit is stupid. Ian Connor is in that in that same circle too, and he's yeah. he's known to be a scumbag. Um, and you know what? It's easy for me to cut off Bari because I can't even afford V loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it makes me think like, yo, is Virgil like this? Virgil seems like such a cool guy. Yeah, he seems down to earth. And Off White is amazing. Yeah. I never owned a piece, but I love what I see. You know what I mean? I sit or miss for me. I'm like 50-50 on some of the what, what do you think about the ones? Huh? What do you think about the... I don't like off- the shoes. I don't get it. I think it's tight. It's creative as it's fuck. It's different. I appreciate that. And like some of the other stuff is like too industrial for me. The Prestas. What are the Prestas that Frank wore? I don't like them. I, I like it, but like I can't justify with the price. Yeah. The price is hella expensive. Yo, Vaymonts. Do you look at what Vaymonts makes? What's Vaymonts? Or Vetements. Oh, Vetements? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, how do you, do you do you see their shit often? No. It is like basically 1990s Lee and Wrangler, but like with weird p- pockets in places or zippers in places. It's like oh people God. are buying this shit for yeah. $800. It don't make sense to me. Wait, how do you say it? Vaymonts. It's not vetements? It's not vetements. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's French, I guess. French AF. <laughs> um, shit, man. Okay. And then, the, yeah, like the R. Kelly thing, like. Everybody knew he was come back. I, I have no problems cutting him off. I actually, it kind of hits close to home because Aaron gave me, uh, for one of my birthday presents, gave me uh, an apron and it has like R. Kelly on it and it says hot and fresh at the kitchen. Oh, damn. And it was a cool ass apron and yeah. I lost it. And I thank God I lost it because that shit is like, but I mean, like that's such a great idea and it's so funny, but it's like, I can't wear that because of R. Kelly. And. He married Aaliyah when Aaliyah was like 15. And he was 16. Like tw- 16. And he was 28. And, and that was, was legal in Georgia. In Georgia or whatever. Yeah. And like her album, her first album, AJ Nothing But A Number, it's like he's in the background. And it's like you realize like all the shit that went on behind the scenes. You're like, fuck. Like this is Gross. like R. Kelly's on the hell of background vocals. and like seeing to Aaliyah, it seems like. Yeah. And it's like this is kind of weird. And then she got with Tim and the shit was popping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean... If you really feel some way about this shit and you, you know, find out, you know, people who are affiliated with R, with R. Kelly and boycott Sony, boycott, <laughs> you know, this and that. Don't listen to Lady Gaga. 
Yeah. Don't listen to this and that. I feel like you can make a lot of... Your dollar has power. And I think as... I'm a heavy consumer. Like, yeah. If we collectively do it, then... I mean, this is all I do. It's obvious, right? Yeah. When I say this, it's, like, it's obvious. But it's like... Execution. It's just a reminder. Like, yo, your money means a lot to people. Yeah. So exercise that shit well. Yeah. And never buy V-Loan. <laughs> V-Loan, buy it. Was it was it why it's so fine? <laughs> what else we got? Any any other notes? I think that's it. What are we excited for? We uh Rocky. Rocky. Our boy Rock. Ha- is big time at big time Rocky. At big time Rocky. Check out his shit. I love Rocky. Rocky's like gro- becoming one of my greatest friends for like the past two years. Put me on to Belly. Uh yeah, just Puts me on to everything, yeah. dude. Like as far as like village wrestling, like he helps support the brand. He is showing his photos at Social Policy this Friday, seven to eleven. Seven to eleven. What's the date? What's the date? August fourth. August fourth. Um, at Social Policy San Jose, it's a show actually put on by my friend Angela, who is also a really great artist. Her name is seven fifty two zero seven five two a.m. Course. I wish I remembered it. I feel totally, I feel really terrible, but it's a hard name to remember, yeah. so forgive me. Um, my friend Belden's gonna be there. Larissa's gonna be there. Josiah is showing visuals. Josiah uh-huh. made my uh, Playboy Cardi graduation hat. Uh-huh. Um, I think Sean is doing poetry there. Uh, ben is doing his sweet, sweet bean set. Um, just a lot of people that I've met, and a lot of people I consider my friends putting up their work there and and I'm not saying this because they're my friends but their work is really good yeah on like just an objective standpoint uh-huh. um yeah it's gonna be really exciting my grandma there's a shot of my grandma making pho in, oh damn in, in, in Rocky's uh uh installation and that's that is such a fucking honor dude yeah like my grandma would never expect that, and yeah. I would never expect it. But it's like, yo, my grandma lightweight got immortalized by this show. You know, yeah. it's a great photo too. Really excited. Um, yeah, man. That yeah, I. So I'm gonna be there. Claudio might yeah. be there. Uh, so if you want to say what's up, like, please do not hesitate. I'm gonna be there, probably like tipsy. So hey. really approachable. Shout out to Kwan. Everybody. And then. Uh, what else? Yeah, so I hope I see you there. What are we excited for? Heim. We need to get taste for Heim. We're going to go to the Cozy. Cozy cozy Boys. Yeah. ASAP Mob. ASAP Mob. Flogna. Are tickets out for Flogna? Not yet. Cozy Tapes, the like the album was coming out. August 25th. August 25th. I don't know. Shit, I guess that's it. So that was episode five. Um, y'all expect to see our shit on... <laughs> On uh, what's it called, iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, you think we get? I don't know how that works. We'll we'll, we'll try to figure it out, man. But uh, yeah, like always, man. If however you feel about the show, let us know. Um, I have no music this week to give y'all. We don't have music this week. Uh, we and that might be a regular thing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, until next time, uh, do something nice and don't be a scumbag. Peace. Peace. <laughs>